This podcast is intended for healthcare professionals. The information presented is for general educational purposes only and should not be used as professional medical advice or for the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions. The views and opinions expressed do not represent the views and opinions of our employer or any affiliated institution. Expressed opinions are based on scientific facts under certain conditions and subject to certain assumptions and should not be used or relied upon for any other purpose, including but not limited to the diagnosis or treatment of medical conditions or in any legal proceeding. Full terms and conditions can be found at portablebeads.com. And now onto the episode. Hi guys, welcome back to Portable Peds, your pediatric board review podcast. I'm Sam, and with me is Ryan again. Hey guys. And we are going to go through our last ID case, and it is going to be on some chest pathology. So here we go. A three-month-old full-term male infant presents to the emergency department in the winter with three days of worsening congestion, rhinorrhea, and difficulty breathing. On exam, the child is tachypnic with mild suprasternal and subcostal retractions and diffuse ronchi. Oxygen saturations are 94% on room air. This child is subsequently admitted to the hospital for viral bronchiolitis. Which of the following interventions are recommended by the AAP? A, a chest x-ray. B, continuous pulse oximetry. C, albuterol aerosol. D, supplemental oxygen. Or E, none of the above. Take a few seconds, think about the answer, and then we'll come back to discuss. So the correct answer is E, none of the above. And Ryan, why don't you take us through kind of what bronchiolitis is and what we need to know about it? Sure. So this is a topic near and dear to my heart as a budding hospital pediatrician. So first, we treat a lot of bronchiolitis here as pediatricians, but what exactly is it? So in short, a respiratory virus is transmitted, such as rhinoenterovirus, adenovirus, RSV, or respiratory syncytial virus. So after an incubation period, typically about four to six days in length, patients begin to experience upper respiratory symptoms. This includes congestion, rhinorrhea. Per the AAP, about one-third of those patients then develop or can develop lower respiratory symptoms, characterized by cough, wheezing, tachypnea, nasal flaring, and retractions. These lower respiratory symptoms are due to immune response in the airways, which can lead to airway edema, sloughing of epithelial cells, and mucus secretion. This in turn leads to obstruction. So on chest x-ray, this can be seen as hyperinflation with small areas of microatelectasis. Now, Sam, you want to talk about some of the guidelines per the AAP? Absolutely. So the AAP Peds and Review Guidelines from 2014 state that bronchiolitis is a clinical diagnosis based on history and physical exam. So therefore, chest x-ray is not indicated. In addition, a chest x-ray may inadvertently lead to unnecessary use of antibiotics, which are also not recommended in routine bronchiolitis management. Um, For answers B and D, continuous pulse oximetry and supplemental oxygen, the AAP states that you may consider not using a continuous pulse oximeter if your patient has no supplemental oxygen requirement. They also state that oxygen is not needed if the saturation is above 90%. And then answer C, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so the final answer choice C, albuterol aerosols, was also recently discussed in an article from Pediatrics. Uh, As of this recording, it was released like this week in August of 2021. This multi-site study found that hospital-level early bronchodilator use was not associated with differences in patient-level hospital or ICU admissions, ED return visits, or invasive or non-invasive ventilation. 
So this study supported the AAP's stance on not using bronchodilators routinely for the use of bronchiolitis. Now, Sam, you want to close this out? Absolutely. So in summary, none of the interventions mentioned previously are currently recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics for use in bronchiolytics. There is currently inconclusive evidence on the use of 3% hypertonic saline aerosols and high-flow nasal cannula use, which is why these interventions were not mentioned in the STEM. Hopefully, we'll have more data on those soon, though. So that's about it. Really, symptomatic management is your best friend and watching these patients carefully. So that wraps it up for bronchiolitis. Really, what we can ask you guys to do this week is rate us on Apple Podcasts and continue to listen. And we're happy to be here. Bye, guys. Have a good week.